Bound by Books. I am one of your hosts, writer Danielle Bannister, and today we're joined by a special guest, and that guest is... Julie Kassar. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to Bound by Books. Now, listeners might might go, wait a minute, Julie is not a name that we are familiar with hearing or seeing on the podcast. What gives? Well, it's something that on the podcast we're we're trying to sort of introduce some some guest authors into the fray, kind of get their feedback on certain topics that maybe we can't lift up as well. And so today I thought, well, why not have my gal pal Julie on the show? <laughs> Yeah. And so she said yes, because she's amazing that way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so sort of full sort of tra- transparency, Julie and I know each other very well. Uh, we are the type of friends that will talk on a daily basis about everything and anything, and usually not a lot about writing. But <laughs> right. And sometimes you don't want to be part of those conversations. Because, no, no. you know, I mean, they're just... Well, that's... I mean, that, that, two-way street that's a two-way street sometimes yeah. we share things are like eh, really <laughs> but that's what friends do right and um I think we've known each other since like 2012 2011 sure time is I, I it, time and direction are there things that really mean nothing to me I I have no sense of time and no sense of direction so you could say it was 20 years and I'd say okay or you could say it was so, three years and it'd be like oh. I also I also um showered for you all I, I put a very very little amount of makeup on because you know camera but I was like I gotta put at least mascara you know little aren't you good I I have some uh blipsticks chap yes colored on. your that's... tinted one that no no <laughs> it's just it's just the regular it's just the regular oh look at you just the regular and I also wore a very special shirt just for you, you. did I did. What did you wear? A like, film like. <laughs> I Because it. it's, it's a fellow. show that, that Danielle introduced me to that yes. you know, fell, I fell in love with after she fell in love with it. It's, so it's, it's a very obscure reference it, it to is. a show. And I think you should like award points to the listeners if they know what this is from, they should yeah. like win a prize. Oh, oh, sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know what that prize would be yet. Fame and notoriety. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but today are what we wanted to, what I wanted to specifically ask you on this show, because I think you have something unique that some of the other uh, gals on the podcast don't have is something that I think you and I can both talk to is sort of the difference between young adult and new adult books, because we have both written in both and before we sort of dive a little bit into sort of well what's the difference and what makes them you know challenging to write I I wanted to give you like a couple of minutes to just kind of talk to us about the the two series that you have because one is a young adult and one is a new adult correct yep yep yeah so tell us about uh, those yes my first series is um young adult and that is the ruby blue series it was originally four books. I ended up writing a fifth book told from a different character's perspective or like point of view, basically because the readers just didn't want it to end. And I thought, well, this might be a fun little twist to do. Um, so it's about a girl who sees fairies and there's sort of this whole other mystery that unfolds. There's, 
you know, I, I liken it to like a modern day fairy tale, Harry Potter-ish fantasy creatures, but it's, it's set in the real world. It's set here. It's set in our time. Um, and you do eventually go to their, to the magical world of the fairies, but not until book four. So it's kind of funny. I kind of strung that along, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, it's sort of like sweet love, romance, adventure, little mystery, you know, kind of has everything. Yeah. So it's a very easy read. Um, the age of the characters are around 16-ish. Mm -hmm. That's like the main age of the main characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. My second series is a trilogy. It's a new adult series. The age of the characters are mid to 20s to 30s, uh, most of them anyway. Um, and that is a trilogy. It's sort of the classic good versus evil. It's about um, a, a girl who was in a tragic accident and as a result of this accident her life changes but also she sort of gets this gift to sort of see glimpses of the future so she's like a seer and it's sort of what does she do with this gift what does she do with this power but along the way she realizes she can see her guardian guardian angels and so she sees sort of this otherworldly things and Again, it's the same type of thing. It's good versus evil. There's demons and angels and all kinds of things that happen. And it's a it's a love story. It's um, a story of triumph. I mean, it's- There's some it's, suspense in there. Suspense. It's definitely like a paranormal, supernatural kind of story with a lot of heat and mystery sort of mixed in. I think the a next- fear. It's a little scarier. It's a little darker. Yes, yes. I think your next series, uh, you should write about dragons so that you can cover all things wings. Um, there are <laughs> dragons in the first series. If you would read it all, maybe you'd get that. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Exclusively about, like the heart of it being just the dinosaur. The dinosaur? Yeah, dinosaur, wow. dragon. Right, Whatever. it's close. They're, they're related. They're related. So, they're okay, so now... So we've got those those there. Um, for me, my young adult is uh, what moons do, set in high school, and oh, okay. you know, high school, you know, boys besties and breakdowns. You know, the the typical sort of high school yes. stuff that happens but in high John school. John Hughes film. Yeah, 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 totally. And then my uh, new adult is my Twin Flames trilogy, college age. You know, talking about Twin Flames, two halves of the same soul. That's sort of like, almost like a paranormal you know, mm -hmm. stint as well. So we, we, they're sort of similar in terms of ages and yes, which is what they should be because that's sort of how I define them as being different. But how do you define the category of young adult versus new adult? Maybe for somebody who doesn't really know what the difference is, how would you define the difference between those two categories of, of books? I think... Um... Really, the main thing for me is it's not necessarily the content that's written about because, as as I think we've discussed in the past, there's some young adult books that that deal with some very mature type sure. situations and um, plot points. But um, I think for me, it's a young adult book is the main cast of characters are young adults, i.e., probably like teenagers ish maybe a little younger. Um, and the new adults, they're newly adults. So they're kind of like 18 plus 
And I think in a new adult book, you tend to get, at least for me anyways, there's just a little bit more, uh, maybe a little more violence, maybe a little more sex. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's like a little bit more like rated R versus yeah. maybe young adult tends to be yeah. in PG 13 category, I guess I, I would say. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. that's how I would describe my books is like the Ruby Blue books, they're like PG-13. So I'm like, well, if you see it in PG-13 movie, that's probably what's going to happen in this book. Right. Yeah. Whereas, you know, the new adult definitely crosses lines. There's not so much the fade to black. Right. Where, where I tend to do that in new, in um, young adult. And I think most young adult books tend to do that. Like yeah. Twilight is a young adult book. Now, yep. there's probably a gajillion, trillion, million quadzillion adults that have read that book absolutely yeah children's book right same with harry potter like how many people have read the harry potter series yeah um so again but you're and that one you know there's some violence in there there's some you know yes some issues so that's to me that's how i would describe them yeah yeah definitely i I would concur that the, the the categories are defined by what age you're main character is who who's telling the story what 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 age are they in if it was a middle grade they would be in younger grades and so the the content that you would expect would revolve around a middle grade but if it's a young adult you're thinking more high school age what are the things that they're Mm -hmm. happening in in high school and it can be anything from from that sort of john hughes sort of to Mm -hmm. very dark dark things i mean it, it can really vary I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of like uh, The Fault in Our Stars is a mm-hmm. young adult that dealing with very right. heavy stuff. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird is, you know, considered, right. you, know, you know, young adult, oh. The Giver. You know, all these things. That, it doesn't have to be like young problems. It's right. just that the right. character I mean, the telling our, the story. The Fault in Our Stars, my daughter like made me read it. She's like, mom, you have to read this book. And she literally shoved it in my hand and shoved me in my bedroom and shut the door. She's like, you cannot come out till you read some of this. I just did that with my daughter. Yeah. And so I did. And I was like, oh, well, first of all, John Green is just an amazing, amazing, right. Amazing. Right. Right. But also like, I was just bawling. I mean, so so well-written, so, so good. And so relatable on so many levels to so many people. Yeah. because of the issues dealt with in that book. So. Right. So, so young adult does not mean, you know, it's topics it's that you will never be able to connect with because you are not a young adult. That's right. That, I feel right. like that's a very big sort of misconception. Maybe for I people who so don't too. read a lot. I, yeah, I think so too. I always have to explain to people. They think, oh, you write kids books. No, no. no. Yeah. If you don't know the difference in the genres, then yeah, it can get confusing. So any opportunity that I can have to sort of lift up what those differences are, I try to just to try to educate people. Explain it a little bit, spread the word. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Now, new adult is a little trickier, I think, for some people to wrap their heads around because it's, it's not even a category that you can choose from when you know, putting your book out there. You can't choose a new adult category. That's not a recognized category. And yet. Yet. (laughs) I mean, it it should be. It should be. But what would you, what would you define? So you were saying new adult was more like college age. Is that a safe? I I think so. I think like college age to even into their twenties, like um, I'm trying to think of like a show or something that would be out 
Like, uh, for example, I don't know if anyone's watched it, but like there's that show Emily in Paris. Yeah. And she's like, you know, probably in her mid twenties. I would consider that like a new adult type you're show. You're newly an adult trying to figure out yeah, navigating like life, life, world, whatever. As an adult. Um, yeah, yeah, I just think new adult just means, you know, you can't fall into the young adult category. I feel like it's just a little bit more mature. Right. Um, and so the, the really the only categories you can choose from are like, like if we, if we were writing say romance, it would be like romance contemporary, romance women's fiction, you know, I would consider a woman's fiction book to be of a character who is older than a new adult category. I would put them more in a more an adult scenario. So there, I feel like there real there is a, a a big gap in sort of that that categorizing that could mm-hmm. really help people figure out where books go. So new adult is, I think, a category that authors are really trying to like push and get across because. It is so different in terms of the types of stories that are being told. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And like you said, I mean, it's hard to categorize it when you're, you know, you can't necessarily use that category to sort of delineate it. You know. Yeah. It, it, I mean, like, what did what did you what did you end up? Do you, you might not even remember what you categorized your. Uh, my new adult is under. It's like under supernatural, paranormal, because it really, it is that. Right. But, you know, if somebody- But it's also- Right. It is also new adult. So I wish they had another like subcategory or something we could do, but, you know, hopefully yeah, it'll change. We petition for that. Right. <laughs> but how do we make that a thing? Right. <laughs> because it's, it's very frustrating to be only able to choose from, from those categories and be like, and, and, and how to explain to somebody the difference between those, trying to erase that stigma that, you know, young adults is only for young adults. I mean, there, right. there are, That's, I mean. That is a huge stigma. It's sort of like, yeah, I'm not Judy Bloom. I'm not <laughs> writing books for like fifth and sixth grade. Forever is, I mean, if we're going to talk about Judy Bloom. <laughs> Well, Come on now. They're no, all I, mean, the same, same, you know, I think that's what people in their head, yeah. they think of Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah. They think of Judy Bloom. You know, they think of books like that. Beverly Cleary. Right. It, Those I would like, consider middle grade. Right. Uh, again, me too. Yeah. But I think yeah. just generally people sort of lump us into that category. The young adult, they because they just don't understand it. Right. Do you find We're that... educating them now, though. <laughs> yes, we are. Do you find that because of that stigma, it makes it hard to market and sell? Like when you, you obviously have yes. a young adult out longer than your new adult. Have you found that it's easier to promote one than another or not really? Or um, I probably think my new adult's a little easier to promote. I think the, my young adult, I always have to tell people, I'm always putting this sort of um, disclaimer. It's not a kid's book. It's not just for kids. Like I'm always saying that at book shows that, you know, book signings everywhere. Like I'm always sort of adding that little edit because people sort of like, oh, oh, young adult. And oh, they I don't really have, I don't have any kids. All right. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't my kids are kids older. I'm not a young adult, you know, yeah. it's, you know, and I'm like, oh, so I always have to sort of. It's, it's almost like a strike against you when, when yeah. you're advertising to have That's that great. even out there as, you know, but to not put it out there feels like 
your false advertising. Right, right. You just, it's like you have to win them over with your charm and your sales skill. Cause then they, then they're like, just pick it up and read the back. Just see, you know. But yeah, that's or, easier to do in person. That's a, That's an mm-hmm. easy thing to do in person. But if you're like yeah. trying to, you know, do a Facebook ad, or if you're just trying to right. advertise, you know, with just, with just copy, even the word yeah. young adult can be like, oh, that's Yeah, that's they just scroll right me. by it. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to look at that. Yeah. And that's, I only read horror, or I only read Stephen King, or, you know. Right, and then right. Sort of, yeah, and it's, it's a hard, it's a hard, I, I know that when I was, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I write in too many genres to begin with. You write with. in a lot of genres, but they're all wonderful. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remedy that, and I'm trying to stay in a lane, but when I was promoting the young overrated. adult, <laughs> don't stay in a lane, go all over. I am all over. When I was promoting the young adult, it was like crickets trying to get eyes on it because I was, as again, that, oh, I don't read young adult or I'm not a young adult or I don't have any kids or. Yeah. You know, it, I, it, loved that. I loved that book, by the way. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> well, I that, I've, I've actually problem. written a draft of, I, I wanted, my original plan for that book was to do a duet, to do what moons do and what suns do. Uh huh. So it was going to be a sort of a duet of the same characters from different. Yes, I remember you were saying that. Yeah, one from Heather's point of view and one from Trista's. And because sales for the first one were so, you know, small, luster. It's almost like, do I want to put in the effort for the editor for the cover design just because I have, you know, this idea and this vision to do it? I mean, maybe one day I'll do it, but. I right. found that the young adult was really hard personally to market. But again, that just might be me and the fact that I'm all over the place genre wise, but definitely my worst sales sale book. And, yeah, and so I'm not in a hurry to duplicate it. <laughs> right. I mean, and I guess uh, I would have to look and see. I don't even look at, I don't, you know me, I don't really. But your series came out a long time ago too. When it first it came has, out, that was has, sort of the heyday of yeah. you know there there weren't you know a lot of people indie publishing when we first started no so, there weren't and I was going to say I did it did take a long time to sort of get some some footing and some some people looking at it I mean I worked I remember I worked really hard trying to do that it was like every night I would be online trying yeah. to email people talk to people get into book groups um it definitely don't work as hard now. I feel like <laughs> maybe I should, but in terms of that, like I just, right. I was trying to get it out there so much. And I think what helped too was, I think in any series in anything with like a, especially young adult, if you have a series or multiple books that are coming out, when you can release them closer together, you tend to get a bigger audience or a better following because people want that continuation of what happens. Yeah. They don't want to wait. Yeah. And, you know, I just happen to luck out with my first one in that I released the second book six months after the first, and then about eight months later, the third book. So it was like, it was pretty good in terms of being right. able to get, but it took me a good year to sort of get a decent audience going. But I think when they saw, oh, there's two books out and the next one's coming and, you know, 
it's just a yeah. little easier to hook people in. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm in the middle of, of releasing a series myself and I'm releasing them every three months and that is still too long for people to wait. People are like, right. I'll just yeah. wait till the whole thing's out. I'm like, yeah. And but in so... the meantime, I have to pay for edits and cookies. I know. And buy the books <laughs> now. But I like to buy groceries this week. I want food. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same way when, when it comes to like series and stuff. Oh, I'll wait. You know, it's almost done. I'll wait. And you know, I'll just so, wait. I did that with several books. I mean, I didn't yeah. start reading the Harry Potter books until they were all out. You know, yeah. I was and, and, really you know, the game on Sometimes a lot of authors, I mean, we try really hard to get things out and out fast, but life happens. And sometimes it might be years before a book comes out. So I yeah, get it. And we all, yeah, Readers we have are, what, most of us are working day jobs. We have other full-time jobs. Yeah. Writing is Families. our- Yep, families. Writing is our passion. So we got to squeeze it and we can. And then, you know, like, as we both know, sometimes it's just, well, you have this problem less than me. I tend to get writer's block way more just because you're like the outlining goddess <laughs> and I don't really outline much. So right. I tend to like get in my own way and like mm, sit and stare yeah. for a bit. But right. Um, I mean, that can cause, you know, delays too. Just, just, oh, absolutely. Know. We have the best intentions. We really, really do. We really do. Yeah, we really do. And, you know, editing is just the worst. It really is. Absolute worst. So that takes time to. Yeah. It it takes more time than you think it's going to take, you know, and it's just nonstop edits because then, you know, your editor gives you edits and then you've got to fix those edits and then the editor's going to look at it. It's just. Yeah, it's awful. So, so what else can we talk to your uh, thousands and thousands of listeners about? What do you think? (laughs) would love to hear about like I feel like we talk about so many great things all day long we should start recording those sometimes like some of our conversations maybe not fit for (laughs) for audiences maybe not all of them maybe not all of them well we did talk a little bit about sort of what some of the the hurdles might be for a young adult book things that might be hard to um maybe market-wise, but I guess, are there any challenges that you found that were different for writing a young adult than a new adult? Are there, like, if somebody was out there going, you know what, I want, I have this story, but I'm not sure if I sh- if it should be young adult or new adult, I could see the characters either way. What are sort of, like, maybe the pros and cons, maybe that could help somebody decide, like, oh, yeah. Cons. I don't know about pros and cons, but I think for me, the most challenging thing is, and it's come more naturally to me, I think just because my characters were so clear when I started writing them, I thought about the story for so long before I started writing it. But I think the biggest thing is getting inside that young person's mind and making them believable, like their thought processes, their language, how they deal with things, their emotional level, how yes. complex their thought process is. Yes, because like, you know, I've read some young adult books that they just read like it's a 30-year-old character. Like every so often their language, or whatever, like pulls me back into their age. But I'm like, mm, they're just so not well, you've done that for me too. You helped me with yeah. what moons do. I had you read that and and say, hey, can you point out to me things that maybe don't feel new adult and there, would, there were certain words or certain phrases in there be like no 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 that's that that's you who wrote that, that, that right. like, that's too right. old and so yes. yeah I, and, I and that's it. really and that's 
that's important too, to have like beta readers or people helping you kind of along the way to sort of keep you in check because um, the new adult, I, I think is easier just in that they're older. So they're going to be a little bit more mature. Right. They're going to process things, the, the situations and whatever. I think young adult is really that hard line to um, they're not children, but they're not adults and they still have a lot of um, fears and insecurities and not to say that adults don't have those. Right. I just think they're a little different. They're way bigger for teens. Right. I think their problems like the whole, feel very, very big, very big, very unsolvable. Right. Um, they obsess about a lot of things. And, and again, not to say that adults don't do that. I just right. think just generally you have to sort of keep all of that in mind when you're writing young adult. Right. And, um, yeah, so some young adult books just don't fly for me. Like I've read them and I'm like, I mean, it's a great book, but really your character reads like they're 25, not 18 right. or 16, think, you know, to that, to that same point, heat level is yeah. probably something to, to think long and hard about too. If, yeah, if you're I thinking, I want to write this steamy book, don't make it a young adult. Do yourself a favor. Right, because it just comes off as like trashy or, or, um, it, it, sexually inappropriate and yeah, it's like going to come across as, way. yeah, you'll probably Horrible, get in right the comments way. and reviews that this is just, just don't do it to yourself. Don't, if you feel like you want to be putting in some sexy, steamy scenes, do it in the legal age of new adult. Don't, don't right. mess with it. Don't, don't, don't right. hurt your chances. <laughs> right. And obviously, people have sex at all ages. And, oh, yeah, and obviously, yeah. It's just, it's just a young adult genre book tends to be a little bit more fade to black, tends to be a little bit less promiscuous, less saucy, whatever you want to call it. And if um, not, there should be trigger like warnings a around. Yeah, and, and they're actually, and I've actually seen this on Amazon. I don't know if you have. If you're like looking at books or something, they'll sometimes have like a little disclaimer, like, meant for mature readers over 18 or explicit scenes and if you have to put that then I just think you're out of the young adult category you know yeah. so yeah 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 so yeah that that would be a a, a big category I think to just look at your your steam and you know the type of problem that your hero heroine is going to be going through mm -hmm. is if it's more sort of like you know in in young adult it's like the problems sort of like revolve around themselves because when you're a young and young adult the problems right. are you feel like it's everything is around you and your whole world, world is going to end like your, around you here's your peer group basically yeah. right i mean that's yeah. like they've done tons of studies on this like yeah. this is like a scientific biological fact like that's just sort of where they are where their brains yeah. are what is important to them yeah there's always that weird that weird person or that right. one-off person that's, those old souls or whatever exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. not to say they're weird but different right. than the mainstream people Right. Uh, but yeah, I would say that's probably the most difficult part is, and again, for me, it's not so difficult. I don't know why I can easily picture. Well, you have <laughs> several young people. In, well, had several yes. young people. They're 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 new adults but, now. But I know they're. But you've had you've had three children, and so you you know how sort of the teen mind works. So you've got that 
you know, right. that mindset. And so, yeah, that's when I wrote mine too. When my kids were in that high school age, I'm like, oh, this is the type of stuff that I'm hearing them say. I'm gonna write this down. So. How they're how they're acting, how they're responding yeah. to things, and yeah. and you know, and now it's even a whole new world just with social media and um, technology, right? Like, right. We grew up as young adults. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have social media. We didn't have all this sort of pressure of you know wanting to get likes and Snapchats and TikToks and everything else. Like, yeah. it just didn't exist. I mean, our world was the five block radius we lived in or whatever, basically, right. you know, right. um, and, and it was like, you know, nobody could call your house after 9 PM because your parents would scream at you. Um, you know, like there was no pause, rewind, watch a show later. It was like, you missed a show. You missed it for, for like ever. Right. Yeah. A, re- a rerun would come on. <laughs> so again, though, those, those high stakes things, when right. you're, you know, those, those are the types right. of high stake oh, problems. Right. So, but it's different too. Like I said, even like writing young adults now, unless you're setting something back in like the eighties or whatever, you know, right. obviously of course people could do, but right. again, another challenge sort of making it, however, you're going to relate to your audience, right? You, whether you're relating to an older audience, a younger audience, it can still be a young adult book and yeah. you can, you can be writing it for seniors. I mean, senior citizens, sure. you know what I mean? Like, sure. um, yeah. 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 And, and I would, I would suggest if, if people were on the fence about young adults is like picking up some young adult books and reading them and, and trying to get mm-hmm. a sense of what, what is the, the, the hero heroine's main problem? What is, what is the obstacles that they're overcoming to try to get a sense of, Oh, okay. Yeah. These are the level of thought processes that go on. I don't know if you've ever read them, um, but like one of my, a great series that I've loved is PC Casts and Kristen Casts House of Night series. No. Um, Excellent. They're young adult, they're teenagers, but it's basically like a whole different look at the vampire world. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm surprised you haven't read them. They're really good. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, they're very, they're very good. They're a little saucy in some spots but I mean great young adult book great like almost like you said what they deal with is different because it's got that fantasy element of sort of vampires and humans and um it's not going to be your typical John Hughes teenage right you know it's definitely different but very well written and again I think a ton of adults love that yeah love those those books well, so I think I think I think we've we've established the young adult and and the new adult. What the differences are, you can get away with a little bit more steam and a little bit more intensity in in new adult. Now, before we sort of wrap up this conversation, I do want to leave uh, a few minutes to tell people where could they go if they were interested in checking out either of your series. Well, where could they find such things. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I am on Amazon and iBooks and basically everywhere that sells books online, you can get my books. Um, you can have your library order them. You can, yeah, you can request bookstores, Barnes and Noble to order them. I'm in their little catalog. They don't stock them on the shelves, but they will order it for you. Um, I have audiobooks. I have eBooks. I have paperbacks. You want a signed book? I'll hook you up. Just shoot me a message. I'm always game for that. Um, yeah, I would, I love to, to meet readers. I love to talk to readers. 
because they are the driving force that keeps me writing. I mean, you have a blog too, right? That you do. I do, I do have a blog. Yep. I have a blog. I have a webpage. I'm telling you, like, I think I've shared this with you recently. Like I've gotten some messages from readers and they just come, sometimes they just come at the most opportune time. You're yep. like, you, you know, you're thinking to yourself, God, I don't want to finish this book. Or I don't, I don't know if I'm going to write another yep. book after this. It's so hard. I don't know. Nobody's reading, you know, and you get these amazing messages from readers or fans that just don't like the fire. They, yeah. Yeah. They've read your books, you know, yeah. eight times and, and you're just like, Oh my gosh, like I've touched somebody and this is like forever. Made this is why we do happen. what we do. Okay. I will put exactly my butt what? back in the seat. Now I was, exactly. I was going to veg on the couch and watch some YouTube, but, but I no, guess I'll write another chapter. <laughs> but now I will write the chapter. Yeah. You? Yeah. But no, so that, those, you're, you're absolutely always like people, if you're listening, if you have books, you love leave that review, even if it's a sentence or two, reach out to the author nine times out of 10, they love talking to you, message them on Facebook, message them, you know, on tweet them, whatever. So many authors, I don't care how big you are. They, they do love to hear from their fans. They love to see the feedback. Um, it's such a solitary thing that we do. To, to know that work is being heard and appreciated. Like tangible thing that all of a sudden we're like, oh my gosh, people are reading me and they love it and I'm going to keep going, you know? Yeah. It's so great to do that. It's just great. I mean, it's great to give compliments to anybody, right? Compliment your Absolutely. neighbor, your kids, whoever, like spread the love. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I think we did a fantastic job tackling young adult versus new adult. I think there's no confusion now between, yeah. I think we have solved the problem. For the rest of the time. If any questions, we've answered them, I hope. (laughs) Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and hope that you will tune in next week. This has been Bound by Books. Thank you for listening to the Bound by Books podcast. For more information about the show and all of our hosts, visit our website at www.boundbybookspodcast.com. And if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review.